0: Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. I love this whoa. song. I love this oh, song. yeah. It's the Clear Vision podcast. Um, it's yours truly, the host, John. But everybody on here is the host. I don't like taking that role. You got my boy Trevo,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. One time.
0: My boy, Eli. What up, what up, what up, what up? And the man himself at all times, Brian J on the board. Yeah. On the board one time. Yes, sir. And this, like I said, this is the Clear Vision Podcast. We just come to you, you know, just expressing who we are, how we feel. Um right. Right. And today, I'm very excited. Uh, but before we get into that, Trevor, where can they find us? At?
1: You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, of course, here at YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, leave a comment. Bro, we're growing. Our subscribers keep climbing and climbing. So shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the visionaries. It's working. It seems to be working. Shout out Absolutely. to them.
0: Absolutely. eli bro, if they want to get in contact with us, mm-hmm. how can they do that?
2: Hey, man, we got this thing called the listening letter. It's a big part of our show, man. Um, mm. If you want to comment on an episode or a last season's episode or if you got a topic that you want to bring up and ask us, you got a question for one of us, let us know in that listener letter, man. How do you get to that listening letter? Go to clearvisionpod at podcast at gmail.com, clearvisionpodcast at gmail.com.
0: Clearvisionpod. Clearvisionpod G-M- at
2: gmail.com. Clearvisionpod at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm sorry, and um, and hit us up there, or if you want to on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, if you want to just leave your comment or your listener letter there. Um, let us know that it's your listening letter, and you can just leave it there. Easy as that. So, um, please just hit us up, man. We need the content for the show. Uh, it's, it's super important. Uh, it's how we connect with the
0: community. Big facts, big facts, and follow us on our Instagram. Um, Eli Shadi. That. Yes. Um, oh, we had a good question on there today. Mm, you know what I'm saying? But our Instagram is at clearvisionpod. We also have a cash app that y'all can send money to. Come on. Now, not to get there too we, deep into donations mm-hmm. like that. Right. Money is a currency. What you give comes back to you double if given with a pure heart. No, it's, it's in the Holy Scripture. But I can honestly say it works. You know what I'm saying? I've You know, just just do it out the kindness of your heart, man. By you donating, you're helping grow the podcast. You're helping catch more visionaries on, and therefore, you're changing the world.
2: Mm -hmm. There
0: you go. There you go. But, you know, that's... Without further ado, though, man, I'm very excited to bring on our guest, man. Um, I haven't known him very long, but I've had one conversation with him. He's a legend. Mm -hmm. He is... He is what we need in our, in our community. He's, what we need. Um, he's a, he's a very good image of what I would like to see other people follow. All right. um, of course, all right. don't become him, of course, but the ways he moved, just like Jesus, you don't want to be Jesus, but you want to move how Jesus moved. He's Jesus now, but <laughs> <laughs> he sets a great example for all of us to follow, especially a father but especially somebody who's very involved in their community. Um, I'm going to introduce Wesley with Healthy Start, if I can have Wesley come
3: through. Uh,
0: i tried to give you a good intro. I hope you liked it.
3: Yeah, well, that was a bit much, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) I need you to do my intro. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so, but go ahead. It's...
0: <laughs> no, but you know, Wesley, you're a visionary. So you know how we always start our episodes off. We talk about our last seven days, um, mm-hmm. and you know, with you being a guest, we would like for you to go first. Okay, if that's okay with you.
3: Well, my thing is, man, uh, you know, working for Healthy Start, uh, we have uh, we look at the issues of our community, and one of the biggest issues that we have, you know, are that have been for you know generations. Our years, as you would call it, is infant mortality, and so what? 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 Uh, what? We do our program. We try to reduce the infant mortality rate and the maternal, you know, uh the maternal death. Uh,
0: hey, Wesley, know. before you get the cooking, yeah. cooking, we're gonna talk about our week, how our week was. Oh, yeah, oh we you you. <laughs> I'm with you now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How was,
3: your last, so
1: just, how was your last yeah? How was your last week, man? How was oh it?
3: man, my last week, man. Uh you know, it was it was what it was, you know. Right. And uh, you know, I had my, my little challenges and uh but you know, as we go through life, we learn, you know, that hey. To embrace the challenges and so Come on. uh, you know, you uh do what you have to, man, and you uh say a little prayer in the morning, say one at noon, say mm-hmm. one in the evening. Just stay yeah. in tune. So, you know, that's where I was at. And uh, you know, that's what I was doing, you know, through the week. Uh I like the fish, uh, didn't get to do that, but you know, walked the dog and uh, you know, stayed out of trouble. There you go. There you go.
1: Good answer. Good answer.
3: I love that, man. I love that. I love
0: that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whoever wants to follow up, I want to go last. I got some big news. Oh, yeah. I'll be
1: quick, bro. Um, I'm I, had a, I had a good week, man. Um, just spending time with the family, bro. It's it's so awesome. You know, I went to the city this past weekend and um, just kicked it with with all, you know, my family and then my wife's side of the family. And, you know, just I'm really just super busy here lately, but. You know, wise man once said, um, "I'd rather have a lot on my plate than nothing on my plate." You know? Oh, so, there you go. I'm, 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 grateful for my life. I'm, I'm thankful for it. And um, yeah, yeah. Talk to me though. Talk to bro, me, bro. What's
4: the, hey, bro, bro, What's the countdown for the waiting date? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh-oh. Thirty, thirty-nine days. Oh, on the I got to fact check you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's, I don't, don't Somewhere around there, man. Somewhere
4: around. Ah, no,
2: man. That's good, man. Well, I will pick up after Trev, man. I um I actually got a little uh, a little sick. I very rarely get sick. I probably get sick probably twice twice a year. Um, but I had a little sore throat. That's all, man. But I'm just glad my voice is back because I literally couldn't speak. You know, I, I know I spoke to John over the weekend, and uh, he was he was laughing at me. But you know that's that's what that's what love do, man. But um, I really couldn't speak that well. But I'm just glad today is the, literally the best day. That uh, that I've had Amen. my voice back. And it's a Amen. reason, you know. We know you we look great today. Thank yeah. you, man. I, I don't I just, know about I that cowboy that,
3: but Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, BJ.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Every time I wear it, BJ got to say something, you know. But uh, it's all right though. We're all we all love. Okay. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah. I had a good week, man. Even still, spend time with the family. Uh, did a little uh, did a little Easter celebration, a little pre-Easter celebration with Kai and stuff like that, and took him to a little carnival and stuff. So, oh, um. But yeah, no, nah, we had we had a blast, man. Not too much though cuz you know, I was kind of just trying to play the crib. A lot of cough drops around me. So that's that's it for me though, man. BJ, what you got going on? Crazy. that was great great answer. The yeah. best answer. The best answer.
4: Uh, my last 7 days. Are uh, we pausing?
0: Just real quick, bro.
4: You got a Go fart. Ahead. Uh, Go ahead. All right. So, um my last 7 days, um like I said on last last podcast uh, my dad's birthday um we had his, his 50th birthday party so that was a good experience uh my boy john came through uh we definitely appreciate that it was it was good vibes um quick question Do y'all got beef like have you ever had beef with a family member
2: yeah yeah okay. not, not beef beef but not, you
4: know right. beef. just just making sure my family's not dysfunctional because it was, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, was normal, yeah. it was a couple it was a couple people in the audience so i was like but i was like how my loyalty ride is it, like if you got beef for like my mom and my pops that beef just carries over to me like oh, when he wow. said, oh hey hey how you doing i'm like um i don't know about that when it comes to family. oh yeah praise god but um yeah um my week's been great um yeah god is good go ahead john Just that's about the great news <laughs> forget what i'm talking about
0: well. Also, y'all, if y'all want to see a recap of BJ Saturday, a vlog Uh-oh. Uh-oh. will be up on the Clear Vision Podcast channel for y'all to tune into. We like that. We're bringing y'all content, man. That's good that's content. Dude, we we're bringing healthy. y'all content, healthy, real, most of all, real content. Um, so make sure um, y'all, after y'all finish this podcast, go tune into BJ's blog. BJ, what is it? Seven minutes?
4: Uh that's about six yeah seven minutes. <laughs> it's a very of, entertaining great. yeah. It's it's very entertaining, I will so, say.
0: So y'all make sure y'all go tune in that like and all that stuff. But my seven days, man, man, I'm just speaking into into the world right now, bro. By the time the the, the visionaries hear this, I will be a homeowner. Come on. Okay, okay. All right.
1: Congratulations, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. Congratulations, man. First, I want to
0: shout out my mom because she sold me the house, which is a big deal. Uh I just want to speak on that, bro. Talk to us, Buying man. a home is the first step of generational wealth. Come on. Because uh-huh. now KO will have a house to live in whenever he turns 18. Whenever he wants to, to move... This house plans. I plan to keep it in the family. Rent it out when I die. Um, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully this house can rent out for twenty five hundred a month because I don't plan on dying no time soon. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> money, the house gonna be paid off. Yeah, um, all that. Sweet. So that's gonna be money going into my family's or my my legacy's pocket, no matter what. Mm-hmm. This ain't gonna be the only house, but it's a start, man. I just wanna say I'm very grateful from for like these steps that I've been able to take man yeah um, I started off in college in a dorm sharing a room then I the next step in college was getting my own room but I was sharing a the dorm mm-hmm. then the next step was getting a duplex that was 350 a month and i it was 350 a month
2: <laughs> <laughs> i've been over there i've been over there it, it was it was, yeah. <laughs> it was blessed though You was blessed
0: i was blessed i had a roof you know what i'm saying Mom, geez, don't, exactly.
3: there you go, yeah. there
0: you go. Yeah. and my girl been with me since that so you know what i'm saying this after that you know i leveled up a little bit then now I got an apartment after I graduated. Now I'm in a house, man. I just want to say I'm very grateful for yeah, living. That yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: That's good. Bro. Yeah. I love it. I heard all that. Gratitude,
1: man. That gratitude is infectious, bro. Man. Oh, yeah. Hey man, let me
3: tell you something real quick about being buying a house. Yes, sir. Back in the old days, when you didn't have property, you wasn't you hadn't arrived. See, but when you get uh before you got that house, when you get the house, you become a king. But before Uh-oh. you, you're, you're a prince. So mm. you're going from prince from being a prince to being a king. Yeah. that's what property do. It makes you have that value. There wow. you Because well, wow. you you're building a kingdom. That's your kingdom. Ooh, y'all talking. Y'all fine oh, it's, really.
0: it's a
4: blessing. I, I appreciate. And John, John, and like that has and to be over, hard. bro. That has to be overwhelming because it's like that is the house you like
0: like that you grew up in bro we grew up in this house man um just my brother passed in this house it's Mm. um it's a very emotional Mm, sentimental connection with the house yeah but it was always my times being here a lot more was very it was it was some good things um it wasn't always good but it was some good stuff and good memories in this house um and I think the stars just aligned at the perfect time, bro. There you go. That we were able to get it, and so I just know it was meant to be. And I'm just, like I said, I'm just real grateful. We got a good deal. Mm-hmm. We black, black owned, um, not black owned, but our black uh, uh, lender, um, Uh-oh. you Uh-oh. know, yeah. and buying from a, a black woman. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah keeping the money in a circle bro uh really? i don't know if the appraiser was black i hope he was <laughs> <laughs> I hope he came, but probably not no. <laughs> <laughs> no man y'all know me bro i try to keep it all black as much as i can as much as i can um but yeah man so
4: so basically long story short uh the kickbacks and the pods gonna be our house now <laughs> God.
0: let's go let's get it let's get it at my house so, that's funny um no, but that's uh that's my seven – well, that that's ain't big. really my seven days. That's exciting, bro. bro. That's That's, that's, exciting, exciting, bro. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lifetime. I'm
2: proud of you, bro.
0: Man. <laughs> but now, man, Wesley, we're going to put the spotlight on you uh, for a few minutes. And, you know, you started cooking, and
3: I was, I got excited again. Well, y'all didn't set me up. Y'all should. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but, but I – <laughs> no, I want to. Uh, no, I want you to go ahead and uh, talk about he- healthy start, though. Yeah, y'all
3: make a brother feel comfortable. You know, just, that's good. Yeah, good, that's bro. really good, You know, okay. but it's an issue that's been that's been around for for hundreds of years. You know, and it's you know infant mortality. It's the idea and it's the understanding that when it comes down to your kids, if your kids are dying, then our population is dying. Hmm. You know so you have to understand that you know and within that first year of a, of a child's life that's crucial and so infant mortality uh it's it's based on the idea that if that child survived if your child can survive through the first for the first year so you know it's like anything else you know uh you look at uh that some things have a uh, a crucial point and where it's either going to make it or not, you know, and so, you know, really, that's where we at right now, you know, far as our community, far as when it comes down to, you know, uh, the elderly, uh, the social economics, and all of that, and so this is just one big factor, and so we try to uh, we try to work with families to uh, educate them to make the difference, so that they can understand what it what it's all about, and it's all about it's all about families, but it's all about our children, because, like I said, when they if if our children live, then we live. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I want to make a quote by uh, Nelson Mandela. He said, "Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. And so that's what we are all about. We're all about educating and getting, uh, you know uh, you know, fathers, uh, mothers just the community to understand that, Hey, we, we just can't, you know, sit back and not do what we supposed to do, do what, you know, be the people that we supposed to be, be the role models. You guys, are, are you know, like role models to take that position to say, Hey, we're about family. We are about, you know, uh, this institution and we're about our kids. So I commend you guys on that. You know, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's why you know i glad to get uh, be able to be on here today. Uh, it's a crisis in America when you think about it, because fathers are not there for their children. Right. And so let me let me do some of these statistics, and then y'all can you know uh, you know kind of blow it up if you want to. Uh, okay, without the father, with the absence of the father, there's a Four times the greater risk of prop poverty for your for the children that grows up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also uh more likely that they'll have behavior problems. And you see that in school, you know, uh they always saying that our kids have behavior problems. And so uh that's a weapon that can be used to keep to keep your uh children, man, from, you know, thriving or having a better quality of life you know you gotta you gotta understand this because most of the time we kind of set up a failure and i'm not going to get into all of that but it's a lot to this uh you know uh more likely without the father in the home your child is going to go to prison you know especially the boys they are more likely uh to commit crimes and you guys you know you might you know. Speak on this stuff from time to time, but it's something that you have to be conscious of, and you have to be aware of, and you have to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, know how that we affect and how we can change, you know, by knowing what's going on and how important it is for you to be there for your for your children and mm-hmm. for your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven times more likely your daughters are to become pregnant because they don't have you as a role model to be the person that they look to, to give them, you know, uh, you know, most of the time uh, you take a female, she just want to be what? She just want to be accepted. Right.
4: Right. You no, know,
3: she wants somebody like her dad. And yeah. so, uh, you know, uh, without, without you being in her life, Hey, she's going to end up being seven times more likely to get pregnant. And Mm -hmm. then, uh, they are more likely to face abuse and neglect. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, you hear about domestic violence. And so, uh, it's all because they don't have that role model. You know, Mm -hmm. i give you an example. Me and my, uh, my wife, the wife of my children, uh, we never did argue in front front of the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, we always, you know, uh, carried ourselves in a way so that they wouldn't be stressed or they wouldn't be traumatized by seeing mm-hmm. mom and dad, you know, having an episode of a conflict, right? Mm-hmm. right. So that was important for them. And then uh, they two times more likely to become obese. And you see obesity in our community. And it's all because, you know, of depression, yeah. mm-hmm. oppression. And, you know, it's about the, the brother. He spoke about uh, dysfunctionalism, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, uh, this dysfunctional can make you become depressed and because you're trying to figure things out. You don't know why this is this way, why this is that way, you know. So those are some of the things that uh, that we look at. And that's why, you know, with our program, we added a fatherhood initiative so that fathers could be educated and they could learn what, what it is, the role of a father and the role of a good man. Uh, Mm Um, so, uh, that's pretty much, you know, uh, you know, what it's about. Right. 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 Yeah.
0: Man, man, Wes, I do want to speak on a little bit of the things you were saying, especially early on. Well, first off, speaking on the, uh, black fathers, that's not in the, the kids' life. Um, we, of course we, well, I'll speak on it. I believe it's all systematic and, you know, it becomes a cycle, um, You know, I was just looking at some uh, just some statistics as well. And it says one in nine um, black fathers or one in nine children have a father that's incarcerated compared to our white counterparts. One in fifty seven have a parent incarcerated. Mm -hmm. Um, I always talk about how the black population is one of the smallest. But we make up majority of the prisons. Um, but then I also speak on how I, I believe I spoke with Trevin on it a little little while ago about how in Section Eight mothers can't have a father in the household or they can't keep that house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so many systems that are set up against us, and you know I do have a question: Is how do you how do we how do we change a cycle that's already uh, begun? Of, of course, like my brother, Eli, um, he didn't grow up with his his father in the house. So he just decided to become a just a cold father. But you have other, you know, like you were saying, uh, if your father isn't present, you get in the streets, probably um, be, go to prison, um, commit crime, you know, all of that stuff. How do you reach those um communities?
3: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> was, you, was that to me or somebody else? No, that's to you. Oh, uh, well, man, I believe that education is the key. You know, uh it's a scripture in the Bible to say we perish for lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you have to realize that you know, we are we are creatures that uh that learn. Right. And so you know, you have to, you have to teach, you have to, uh, you know, you have to give people the knowledge. Knowledge is powerful. And so uh, that's what, that's what it's all about. That's what we try to do. You know, if you can learn how, you know, we teach about communication, we teach about dealing with conflict, uh, you know, just the idea, just those statistics that I, that I spoke should trigger somebody, should, mm-hmm, it yeah. should, should have an effect to make you think, right. you Yeah. Know? Yes. and so uh, you might not you you might not be able to impact the whole world but if you can implement and you know uh, and and implement you know certain things that you learn that that'll make a difference mm, because yes. just like you guys together you know you if it's like a domino effect you know right uh, right if you if you give people knowledge, knowledge is power and knowledge can change things. So that's what that's, that's how you do it. You know, a lot of people, they're down on the education system, but that is the key to success. You know, I'm like Eli, you know, I didn't have a dad. So, you know, I hit the streets. I was the, you know, doing everything and anything. And, you know, I ran with the wrong guys, but then I came down to that. I came to that place that I made a decision that, Hey, I didn't want to let that take me. I seen too many men get pulled down, too many people get messed up, and I didn't want that to <clears> happen. So when I mean, you go ahead, John. Well,
0: I was curious about how old were you whenever that that it finally hit, it finally clicked for you.
3: Well, you know, when you uh when you running fast, man, you know, you can uh you can you can come to a, a quick revelation early. Right. When, right. You, know, when you see things uh, when you when you out there and you see things happen. Uh fortunately my mother, she was a Christian woman. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, just listening to her and and, and talking to her made the difference. But I think I was like in my uh in my early twenties. Okay. But you know, I had uh experienced a lot of things. And so my dad, he was an alcoholic. And so that was one thing that was that was always in me when I saw him as a little boy, and I seen him, you know, in that state of, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, being messed up. I said, "Hey, that's not going." And he wasn't there for me. Well, my thing was is, hey, if I if I ever have kids, I'm gonna be there for my kids. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, you know, the my drive. That was right. what mm-hmm. I always had as with inside of me. That I wanted to, that I didn't want to be like my dad, so he mm-hmm.
1: kind of helped me out. There you go. Yeah, right, nice. mm-hmm. it's, perspective. it's
3: perspective. Yeah, it's nice
1: it's
0: perspective. perspective. Yeah. <clears throat> Trevin, I heard you. You you had something you was about to.
1: Oh yeah, so I was. You know, I, I mean, I seek wisdom, and I definitely hear it just kind of pouring out of you. So I mean, I do appreciate the game. I wanted to um, ask a question about whenever you had your child or your children. How many kids do you have?
3: Uh, I got
1: six boys and I have uh, four girls. See, I'm trying to net. Oh my goodness! Hey, you got a team. You got a team, man. Well, well. So whenever you had your, whenever you had your, um, like your first child, yeah. Um, what what changed or how did you grow from that, like that moment or, you know, after you had a child for a little bit, like what? Where did that, cause like for me, it just like flipped the switch. So I kind of wanted to get your perspective on like when you have a child, what did that do? What did that do for you?
3: Well, it make, it flipped the switch because then you think uh, you realize, you know, that, Hey, that's a responsibility, right? You know? So you look at that responsibility and you realize that uh, that's some, that's, that's a child in the world. And you know, if you don't, if you don't help that child, if you're not there for that child, then that child
1: stands
3: a chance of not living. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then, and that's,
1: I, yeah. Go go, yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, with this whole, like, just issue with, with with men not being, in you know, in the child's life, I think whenever we have a child, we need to highlight that, right? Because I feel like that should do that for every man that has a child. I feel yeah. like it should force them to take that step and understand the importance of raising a life like this is a life that depends on you to survive and be and grow mm-hmm. and embrace that you know and that's why that's how i look at looked at it for my son and
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: i think you know it's, it's a heavy topic but i'm glad we're, we're 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 touching on it and yeah i mean it's it's, it's great
0: man and i do want to highlight um you know i I often get this getting a debate with my white counterparts on certain occasions, and a lot of times they point out that um black fathers aren't in their kids' life. I do like i said i wanna highlight that I don't remember the statistic it was a minute ago, but i I believe it's over seventy five percent of black fathers that aren't incarcerated are in their fa- in their kids' lives mm-hmm. um, it's a it's kind of a common uh thing to to say it's um it's not and again, like I said, I'm a firm believer I hate using that as an excuse, but I don't believe this system was built for us. And again, example sometimes like you know, I know people that would like to be in a kid's life or maybe it's doing something they think is best for <laughs> kids what we can look at and be like, bro, just go get a job. But it's not that simple for some people. Um, I, I, For example, I know a dude, he can't work, he can work a 9-to-5. I can say he can work a 9-to-5. But he's so used to being in a lifestyle that causes him to make quick money. Money mm-hmm. quick. Every day, he's making some money. Um, and he's gotten in trouble for it before. But how do you tell somebody who's how do you How do you convince somebody that the cars they were dealt um, that don't know better that the cars they were dealt is is hurting them? Yeah, it's hurting them, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of times I try not to speak on stuff I don't know. um I just try to empathize mostly and see and try to understand, and you know speaking with them, he's doing everything he can for his kid. His kids is just the wrong way to go about it. But
1: John, I, I really feel like that's the switch I'm talking about, bro. When you mm-hmm. have a child, you be, you should become more conscious and logical and know that right. that's I can't, I shouldn't be doing this because this is, puts me at risk to not be in my child's life. Right. Right. And I think that's what we're missing sometimes. Yeah. Go ahead,
3: you know, I was gonna say, let me say this. You know, uh, make it clear. You know, those statistics are, you know, for, you know. As a, as a whole but you know and that's why knowledge is, is it's important to have you know to uh to have a to have a knowledge of things and to know things because you know our society Ray, our society create barriers black dads are in their children's life but our society create barriers you know to keep mm-hmm. uh, to make it appear And to, you know, that, that, that that connection, right. Right. One brother said it, you know, uh, earlier when he was talking about, uh, you know, uh, section eight and not having a man in the home or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, going to these, going to fatherhood conferences, I learned a lot, you know, uh, you got to understand that our society has, you know, created, uh, you know, uh, they created a a system that will, you know, when it comes down to a father being there for his kids, you know, we bond with that child from birth. But then when that child gets ready to go to school, you know, it's always, you know, insisted or it's always, you know, you have a barrier where they'll say, well, uh, maybe going to teach teacher parent conferences and stuff like that, the mother will go. You know, Mm -hmm. and you get this feeling that when you go, you know, uh, to take your child to school, that everybody's looking at you strange. So that makes you feel uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. that can create a barrier.
0: Hmm.
3: I used to to be a substitute teacher. And so, uh, and, and my kids growing up, man, I would go to, I would go to their classes. I would go meet their teachers and stuff all the time. And I could feel that, you know, I guess what you call, uh, you know, uh you feel that uh help me out, guys. The well, yeah, the tension, but you know, they already got you, you know, labeled uh, or oh, yeah, you know, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like you yeah. like you a problem. You mm-hmm. know, right. so you know, for the sake of the kids, men will just back down and you know, they they also try to make us look aggressive and mm-hmm. so uh you know so we tend to back up and we'll let you know our partner you know your wife or whatever you know let right. them go to school but i encourage every man that hey no matter what grade your child is go to, go and yeah. mm-hmm. and be a part of that child's you know academic life
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. amen brother I think the...
0: go yeah, ahead john that's... now
2: eli cook no yeah okay so yeah i was just gonna give my whole perspective on the thing man i think it uh just in that example alone, I think it starts, I think we all can agree that knowledge is key. And I think it all starts with, with us, bro. Like with the father, man, Um, we can be the change that we want to see no matter what the society is throwing out there. You know what I'm saying? There we go. If if from the first place, if, you know, and yes, I know we had things, the challenges thrown at us as black men, starting all the way back to slavery. You know what I mean? But, but at the same time, you know, if we keep, I want to say, if we keep using those excuses, then it's kind of like when somebody fails a test, you know what I mean? When you fail a test in college, you feel bad until you get to class and you realize 90% of the people in your class failed. You feel a little bit better, you know what I mean? If we keep telling our kids, these, you know, they won't feel as bad about you know, going the other way or parting the other way. If a father is not in the home teaching them what's what's real and how to how to take care of business, um, even with even with whatever you want to call it, hip hop, you know, it's it has had a negative effect on our kids because of us, because the fathers, hip hop entertainment, uh, what what you guys just talked about with the you know the seventy five percent of black fathers, all of that stuff has had an impact only because the father is not there to correct society. You know what I'm saying? So I got just like how we were talking about um um uh your role model being someone that you don't know, like Jay Z or, or or J. Cole or stuff like that. You know, you know, I was taught by my grandfather, you know, I didn't have my dad in my life uh that often, but I was taught about my grandfather that, you know, you don't know those people, you know what I mean? And he was my, my grandfather was my role model, you know what I'm saying? Cause I knew right. and he taught me those certain grounds that the world and the world and, and, and a fatherhood is should be two separate things. Even society, no matter what the statistics they throw at you. So as a young kid, if you're hearing all the time that, you know, 80% of black men, you know, we're going to go to sell drugs and we're going to do this and do that and do this. When things start to go bad, when they do become a teenager, they just go to that because they're like, I guess this is what we do. Like, this is just I right. have nothing else left. But if they had a father to tell them that, no, there's other plans that you can have. There's other directions that you can go if this plan didn't work. You know, it's the absence. It literally, the absence of the father is the reason why all of these are happening. You know, it's not just hip hop's fault. It's not just the society's fault, or what the um, white people have put us, put on us, or over us. You know, the trap. Yeah, that stuff happened. But how long are we going to continue to let that happen? You know, we know that that's bad. You know what I mean? So if the father is there to be that role model, and and set his family and be that example for his family all that other stuff they will hear, but they will know the truth because they'll be looking at a good, if you're a good father and you're doing, you know, your job and, and, and and you're teaching them what you know, and you know knowledge and you're educated in the, in this, in the sense, then your kids, uh, even with the outside world, um, they will, uh, they should, you know, know the right path. They'll at least be taught the right path. Even if, you know, you can teach the kids the best and, and, and teach them everything, you know, and, and try to be perfect. But, you know, eventually your kids are going to make their own decisions. But when in doubt, when they get older, they're going to realize that, like, no, dad, you set me up. You set me up the right way. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I feel like if we keep if we keep using these excuses and not actually being present, that's the problem. If we're present, these excuses don't matter anyway. They can they can be fake. You know what I mean? For for, for what you want. You can teach your kids and tell your kids we shouldn't start. Like John said last season, we shouldn't start at at slavery. We shouldn't start at where, you know, at our lowest moments, you know, black dads are not in the homes. You know what I mean? The fathers, once we start being there and not just being present, you know, not being there, but actually being present and teaching our kids, man. Yeah. All these other all this other stuff does not matter. All I love this it. Other stuff, if, if From the right perspective, just like Wesley said, my dad was an alcoholic. I've never. All y'all know, I've never drunk or smoked in my life. You know what I mean? It was just perspective. It's not some, another kid may look at that as, you know, oh, this is what men do. You know what I mean? I think it all starts with, uh, at the end of the day, even if you were handed different cards, John, like you were mentioning with your um, your one friend, you know, you're not, a, you're not a kid anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like at 11, I guess that's cool to think that, but, you know, you got to one day look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay,
3: the change starts with me.
2: You know, yeah.
3: you got you got to do the opposite. You know, you're mm-hmm. looking at the negatives, but you make it. You look at the positive, mm-hmm. and you implement the positive. You mm-hmm. know, it's like with my kids. You know, uh, once they started, uh, you know, uh, growing, then I would instead of you know, I would always have house, uh, you know, time. You know, yeah. meetings where you know I would instill things into them mm-hmm. that I knew that they needed in life. You yeah. know, it, I kind of went from the Bible man where you know. I needed them to understand their spirit, their spirituality,
0: mm-hmm. and how that
3: you know they needed that that positive influence to make the difference in their life. And right. so, that's what you you know you're right. You don't look at you know uh, you don't look society. you don't look at the issue, our society, at at how they're holding you down. Because see, the real deal is, is that we all are fighters. We all mm-hmm. are fighters. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to know how to fight. And that's there why we have it. our 24 seven dad classes, because we have these tools uh, that we can that we can, uh, you know, that we can talk about mm-hmm. uh, far as, you know, knowing how to discipline the mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, most of us are even me myself. You know, I was brought up in a hard way. So I I, you know, for a period. That's the way that I was with my kids till, you know, the light bulb came on. There you go. Right. So, you I know, like that. and I realized that, hey, it was about, you know, uh, educating them and getting them to see, you know, mm-hmm. why they needed to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, we go to work, we do what we do. We set them in front of the TV, but do we really spend time with them? There you go. Yeah. We, now we talk. Are we really being that example to mm-hmm. where, you know they'll know how to how to talk, how to carry themselves, mm-hmm. you know, because they're watching you, and that's yeah. what we try to do is get you, you know, get the men to realize that hey, you the role model, mm-hmm. and so you're the one that's gonna make the impact. You're the one that's going to make the difference, mm-hmm. and you're gonna affect not just your own uh, family. But you're going to affect the community.
2: Yeah, the community. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, just wow. in that example alone that Wesley just gave, you know, like you said, any any father or anybody, not any, just father, anybody, any person could have been like, well, this is the way I was raised, so this is how I'm going to continue to do it, even though I see that the effect is not good. No, at some point in time, whether you're 40, whether you're 30, whether you're 22, you got to look in the mirror and be like, all right, John.
3: Went, oh, and, and G- 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 yeah, t j got yeah BJ ain't
4: went. Oh, so, so so I was gonna say to pick up on what both of y'all said that fight word I feel like you know for our kids, I feel like y'all know my situation your kids will honor the fight like eli i mm-hmm. I feel like if if you knew that your dad back like, was actually fighting right. like, even it might not have you know. Came out, he won at least with honor that fight. Like I was, I was really trying. So it's like even with the society and and what y'all say, like we can't <laughs> keep using it as an excuse. I knew what society say about a dude trying to get full custody of a kid, and I still went in, bought a, got know. a whole attorney, paid mm-hmm. thousands of dollars going in. Like I could care less what society. It's for seven. It's for seven. I, I can probably say this. I mean, it's it's on Google, but yeah, like even though West society said like no i'm at the fight for my son like mm-hmm. that's like that's just what it is so it's like even though it didn't turn out my way m- my son is going to honor honor the fight like regardless exactly. my daddy Absolutely. when i was five months this nigga wanted to, i mean this man wanted to take me <laughs> full on and take full responsibility for my Absolutely. whole life so it's like sometimes like it, it's the fight bro it's, mm-hmm. it's like we can't keep using it as an excuse and i think a lot of men in art, like, they don't even want to, like, people look at me like, I'm crazy, like, why would you even do that? Like, you just waste your money. I'm like, see, y'all, see, y'all, Woo. y'all, mind ain't even there because you got to play the long way. game. Yeah, and you got to play the long game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, absolutely, bro. But I, was
0: God. God. I do want to clarify, Eli, this statement was more than 75% of fathers are in their, their son, black fathers are in their son's life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, when I speak, I also, y'all know me, man. Uh and of course I play devil's advocate. Oh yeah, it's your um,
2: job. No, yeah,
0: yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> good. beat it down. I think, I think good <laughs> job, right. But I do, I do wholeheartedly believe that if you don't know better, you don't do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's you just look at the ways of just. Punishment that's been, you know, like Wesley was talking about the way we discipline our kids. I grew up getting my ass whooped like with a belt like bad. And that's just the way my pops he got whoopings. That's how my grandma got whoopings. Like that's just I learned from that. But it takes it takes one of your seed to to realize the things that you did wrong because at the end of the day, your seed is just supposed to be a better version of yourself. Right. I mean, that's that's the evolution of our race. That's the evolution of our <laughs> hold, on, hold on y'all. Do y'all hear the dogs barking? A little bit. <laughs> bit. They're not loud. The homeowner, right? <laughs> 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 but I think, bro, it's I don't know. I it's when you say excuses, Eli, I don't know, man. It's
2: Well, they yeah. they become excuses. I don't want to call them just excuses, but eventually they become excuses because yeah. how long are you gonna let that stop mm-hmm. you? from it's not like you don't know, you know what I mean? It's not like you don't know selling drugs can probably end up in jail or die from selling drugs or gangbanging or, or, or not being in your, you know, and eventually it becomes excuses, bro. No matter what, just look at me, look, like what BJ just said, bro. And BJ's, that's a prime example. He knows that he has like a, a 10% chance of getting his child when his child is five months, but he didn't let that, he didn't let that stop him because in the long term. His son 7 is going to know he's going to be like, "Oh no, me and my dad good." But, no matter. Reason, hold
0: on. The reason I have the stance that I have is because there's people out there. For example, I'm y'all uh, Big Meech. Y'all've heard of like I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover. Huh. Rick, hallelujah. Rick Ross. Big Meech <laughs> is a real man in yeah. Detroit. He was one of the biggest drug dealers. Um his son right now is carrying on it not carrying on his legacy as a drug dealer, but he appreciates what his dad went through to provide for their family, no matter the circumstance, no matter what his father had to go through and what his father's still going through right now. That's what I'm saying. It may not be the smartest in our eyes because we know better, but you have to think about the people that don't and are literally just doing that to feed their family. Because when you get a felony on your record, <clears throat> The best job you can get is Waffle House, probably. You nah, can't you can or a cool. trucking job. You yeah. can, but you can't just walk anywhere and just be like, "Hey, here's my application." Because once they see an F on there, they like, "No, we we're not messing with you." And that's what my friend is is struggling with. Mm-hmm. I tell him go get a job, go open him. He said, "But I can't make no money. I can't do this. Right. I can't if I, if I'm selling drugs, I could go make a sale and be back home with my son, hopefully.
2: Hopefully, yeah. can I? But, can I? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, just, just in that example, bro. Education, bro. Even if you have a felony, my job, you start off at twenty dollars an hour, bro. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to take care of business with twenty dollars. We hire felons. That's I, what I'm you saying. know what I mean. Yeah,
0: we gotta think, we gotta think about you need that. That I need that. I need that
3: information.
0: <laughs> 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 we gotta think about people when it's it's interesting, bro. When you get institutionalized multiple mm-hmm. times it's we're not on the same we we don't think the same we don't move the same like I've he- I've heard stories when you go to prison you don't even mess with nobody of a different race literally right
2: yeah yeah it's when you survive. come back
0: into the real world it's a culture shock that a white person is actually talking to you and the way they're talking to you
3: can I say this go ahead okay hey what did one thing we we have to realize is is that you know, when you, I'm kind of, with, I'm with you because in our society, people get traumatized. Exactly. Right? You know, and the trauma, you, when you get traumatized, then now you're dealing with not just, uh you know, trying to it, see that person doing things in a normal sense, but then you're dealing with mental illness. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he ha- he's functioning from a traumatized position. Right, and right. So, right it's difficult to get him to be able to, you know, to come to the norm of society when he's been, you know, damaged. Right, right, right. And so that's the thing that we have to be able to understand, Mm -hmm. you know. And so both of you got a good point. And, you know, depending on, you know, the situation, uh, you could look at it from Eli's position and you could look at it from yours, but you know, like I said, the whole thing of it is, is that in, in this society, people get uh damaged. And mm-hmm. so you're dealing with you're dealing with trying to help that person be able to come from that point of being damaged to seeing that, hey, he can function. And, right. and right. he can make it, you know, if he put forth that effort. Right. So, yeah. So do you.
2: I got a question for you. Do you think like, okay? so how does that traumatize? Like, how does that start? Like, do you think that is it is possible to still have that happen to you with a father in your life? But if father, you know, if the father is present, if they if they do grow up in a healthy home where two people are loving each other and 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 raising their kids the best they can. Like, do you think that that's preventable? That's
3: I should say more preventable when the father is present. For the, for the stages of, of development and for a child, uh, yes, I think it do make a difference because that child, uh, I teach a, I teach a, 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 a session on, it's called attachment. And mm-hmm. so if, if that child get the right attachment, you in his life, he's able to hug you, he's able to, uh, you're there for him, then that makes a lot of difference. Yeah. And he can deal with trauma a lot better. Yeah, that's the
2: kind of point that I was getting at. Not to say, like, you know, like, like I said, John, like, not to say that, like, you know, there's, it's just an easy switch for the people that is, are doing that. Like, you know, I've, I've known people in those situations and stuff like that. All I'm saying is in the beginning, at the start, if fathers are there, because we know they haven't been, you know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. If fathers are there, that's the difference in those situations. That's all that. That's the point I'm trying to get at,
0: Yeah. Know? I just, like I said, I of course it's my job to to make, but right. I'm also big, bro. I'm like y- y'all know me. I'm big on trying to understand. Mm-hmm. I I look deep on why, like, <laughs> bro, why why can't you do this? Why don't you choose to do this? If you know this will happen, why you still? And I've had those conversations with him. His yeah. pops was there. Now, the t- the question is, you know, how early was he supposed to be there or how often was he supposed to be there? Um, can I put you know, something out there pop real quick? Teaching,
3: what was pop teaching you anything? Was he being yeah. that, that example?
0: And yeah. I think it was too late. Can,
3: I, can I put something out there real quick, John? Go ahead, Trev. Go ahead. So
1: I do want to want to push the importance of I feel you whenever you're in certain situations, you have to do what you got to do. That's what we feel as men. You know what I mean? But when you have a child that child is looking up to you, bro. And that's why I think you need to do all that you can to get on a righteous path. Because let's say that he stays in the streets and he stays clean. Once he, bro, once his son or his child starts to realize what his daddy was doing, where his model,
4: it's just, so that could piece.
1: easily, you know, that could easily bleed into his life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just naturally, especially if he's a good father and he's like, you know, supporting them in their form. But it's like, you gotta think, okay, who how am I you know, what is the model that I'm trying to create for my child? Right.
0: Yeah. I don't disagree with that. No, I don't yeah. disagree. But I just say like a it it, it clicks different times, bro. You know <laughs> he has a <clears throat> he has a seven year old is his oldest, and a three year old is his youngest. Right. Um but he was incarcerated, I wanna say five years of that. Mm-hmm. Now we think about five five years ago, bro, we, were still in, we weren't still we were even drinking yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah, it was high school. Yeah, but now just imagine a little – your son, too, when you get locked up. Now he's seven. Now he he barely talking. He's talking like Jaden was, saying just sup or hi. Ah. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? He's not putting sentences, full sentences. And when you come back to see him again, he's – he playing a game. Oh, he's Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? is is I just always try to think from their side It's like man and he may feel that guilt that he wasn't able to provide for his kids so you right, right. won't get it the way he know right. and then you got to think like he probably grew up in that household uh 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 <clears throat> man, <it's, clears throat> when his his parents teach him how to sell drugs you know yeah what I mean? yeah, like, yeah like how do you convince somebody that mm-hmm. like that grew you know. up knowing more than me about street the street life. Uh, yeah. You know what some, I'm
2: saying? Yeah, some, yeah. That's heavy, bro. I mean, some stuff just take God, bro. Some stuff. Uh, I was, I was at, a, for a, at a situation, bro. At a situation where you're at a certain age, bro. Your mama, like I said, even mm-hmm. even if like in John's example say your parents did sell drugs and they didn't go to jail and they did teach you, you know, so now you're like, man, my parents are great people. And what if they, I mean, not saying that they <laughs> bad people, you know you're what I'm saying? What if you be like, man, yeah, I'm gonna do this too. You know what I'm saying? Like at some point in time, it, it really just takes, takes God, bro. But you have to well, Thing with God. People, people think that God is going to find them. You know, th- yeah, that's the case, but you gotta accept too. You know what I mean? You gotta be, you gotta be accepting and wanting that. And it's just, man, it's, it, it's and lean
4: not on your own understanding because mm-hmm. that probably won't make sense to him in that yeah, moment. Absolutely, yeah. like, yeah. like the numbers, like in this moment, the numbers ain't adding up. Like, uh, I don't know. That's when you gotta, like. And I was, I was waiting for somebody to say it, but
3: mm-hmm. yeah. I think the deal, you being the devil's advocate, man. See, you should pray for that, pray for those individuals more so because. You see that, you see that, you know, right. that, you see that aspect, you mm-hmm. know, you see, you know, that issue. You see, you know, uh how that person is functioning. So mm-hmm. to me, that says that, hey, you really, you know, understand. So you you have the ability to go to God and say, hey, God, you see this man now? He's messed up. Mm-hmm. You, you help him out. Right. Yeah. right. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's your responsibility yeah. because, you know, you see that. You know, situation. You,
2: yeah, you know. and that's and that goes back to what we talked about last episode, man. Once you once you're able to protect your house, and you've been t- protecting your house successfully, and, and your wife and your kids, and and raising that, now you can protect your community, protect your brother to the left, to the right. You know what I mean? You can pass that. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just all you know. But some situations do just take God. But hey, once you take them to church, you know what I mean. It just you know we can help. We well, well you're <laughs> <laughs> Well, not you, uh, not you, John.
3: <laughs> I'll take return, bro. Yeah, yeah. Put me on, man. No, but, uh, check this out, man. You pre- you you finna get this house. You're gonna be a king. So that means you rule the uh-oh. you rule the uh, uh, geographical area of where go. that house is at. Yeah, so yeah, that man. means that you're gonna make that impact, and everything that's in that area have to come subject to you, mm-hmm. if you are in that in that place to take on that. You know, oh, that absolutely. yeah, that role of that responsibility, yeah. that authority, because now you say that you're in Christ, so you're sitting in a in a heavenly place above all principalities and powers. Mm-hmm. So that means that who is the high power in, in that geographical area? You to be you to pray for that neighborhood, yeah. hey, come man.
2: Oh, yeah, I
0: mean, that's right, the, the power, man. You know, that's vision. I, I, and one thing I will say that. Wesley speaks on heavily is education and male influence. I stand firmly, firmly on this. I believe we need more black male teachers at school. Um, mm-hmm. Somewhere where that kid that doesn't have a father in the household, um, mm-hmm. he's going to get that, especially elementary school. In second grade, I had Mr. Brown when I went to Marcus Garvey Charter School um, on the east side of Oklahoma City. Um, he had cornrows and tattoos. But he was the example. My pops didn't have tattoos, my pops didn't have cornrows. He's been basically bald. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Brown. He was the first time I've seen a black male, um, actually discipline me outside of my father mm. and outside of my like coaches and stuff like that. But I, my pops was always present. My pops never missed a game, he never missed well, he missed one like he. <laughs> He averaged like one a season, mm-hmm. you know. That ain't too bad uh, compared to what Eli. You know how Eli was telling me because um, Eli changed my perspective on all that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's – I think we also need to penetrate, man. Um, our school system, just like you know, Wesley's. What Wesley's doing is kind of outside of school. But one thing you can't dodge is your homeroom class when you go to your elementary. That is real. School. You is have real. to be there. Um, And a lot of times, like we just see, you know, it's mostly women. I don't know, I don't know too many black male teachers that are actual teachers, not coaches. Teachers,
3: (laughs) right? And um, I do kind of Wesley. What do you think about that? I think you're definitely right, man. Because, like I say, is me being uh, when I used to uh, be a substitute teacher, uh, it made the whole, it made the difference in the school. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew how to approach. You know our our people and yeah. uh, the kids, and they they knew you know uh, that they had to respect me, you know, because I would pull them to the side. But yeah, you you're right, man. Uh, they need uh, more black men to be educators. Yeah, and, you know, it do make a difference. It, the more you see yourself, the more you see the possibilities of your life being. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like when Obama became uh, president. Boy. And you had every every kid or everybody saying, hey man, that's possible. Yep. Yeah. And now you see us going in every arena and every area, you know, in that political realm holding a position, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's what it's about. Yeah, and I Amen.
0: I do want to ask you uh another question as well is what strategies do you guys implement as far as with healthy start, um, you know. What are some of the things y'all do as far as education and, you know, function? Well,
3: we, we put on events like uh, we're doing a, uh, uh, April 20th. We're going to have a, uh, financial uh, event where the Tinker, uh, federal credit union is going to come in and what they do. They, uh, you know, they teach uh, on budgeting or they give information on how to budget, how to manage, how to bring you, uh, make your credit score, uh, better, how to, uh, uh you know set yourself up as you are buying a home you know just being financially stable so you know uh i'm big on that too i believe in money management i believe in budgeting uh we uh we do the fishing with dads where that we bring the families together where the dad he can bond with bond with his children and teach them how to fish uh it's a learning process uh we do other uh we have other events that we, uh, that we, that we do through the year. And so it's just, uh, uh, we have birthing classes, breastfeeding classes. I mean, men need to know how to help their wives breastfeed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, I know about breastfeeding where you can be able to, you know, feel that voice, uh, uh, you know, make that difference, be that support. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, uh, you was talking about incarcerated, you know, we have uh, curriculum on inside out, you know, that's where we try to help someone that been incarcerated, uh, be able to adjust back into society. Cause that is a process. That's a hard thing. That's cool. um, that's cool. You know, that's so, uh, uh, we have, uh, we we're gonna, we're, we're setting up to have parenting classes, relationship classes. We had those in the past, uh, we have uh referrals we try to refer to other programs that uh you know like true dads uh uh true dads is one uh i can't think of them all right now but mm-hmm. uh workforce and so it's just to try to make the difference and we're just there to you know give people a healthy start there you go mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that's what yeah. it's all about you know trying to change that 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 aspect of of, of how you view things and how you, uh, implement things, you know, with, with, with your family. So right. that's what it's all about. And that's what we, we try to do. And so, uh, the more young people we get, I think the, uh, the bigger the impact because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, young people are the future.
0: Mm-hmm. And right. so
3: we have, we work also with O, o OCE, our OCE or, uh, you know, as far as, you know, education, if, you know, if someone hasn't uh, finished school, they, we, they can go back, get their GED, go to college. They work with them and set it up to where, they, you know, it's an easy process. I know when I went back to school after 20 years, man, hey, it was, a, it was difficult. So you need somebody to kind of hold your hand and take you through the steps. And that's what we try to do. Uh, we try to empower people, not do it for them but allow them to see that hey they have that ability to overcome you know the obstacles and uh things that they gotta deal with in life.
1: That's awesome, that's
3: man. Powerful. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: amazing. No, I, I commend you. I commend you Wesley because I think, you know, here at Clear Vision Podcast, we're we're big on solutions. And yeah. so mm-hmm. what what you're what you're doing, what you're running, I mean that's a solution for the struggles that we have in our community. And so Mm-hmm. I commend you. I, I honor it, man, and and you know just keep on pushing your message. And I'm just I'm, I'm honored for you to be here
0: for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Now, Wesley, I do you know I know you told us a little bit on how we could um you know attend these classes and um, the ways to move forward as far as you know moving with healthy start. If you want to explain to the listeners how they can do that as well.
3: Okay, yeah, man, you good oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah <laughs> you got a, you got a script okay uh well right now you know i'm uh we have our fatherhood sessions and they uh every second and fourth tuesday from twelve to one uh I'm also working with faith based ministries to where that uh i'm gonna see if uh we can get something outside of the eight to five uh say maybe on the weekend to do an hour uh uh also uh you know I do one on one do uh one on ones with individuals because of their schedule and and how things you know are you know with they uh you know trying to function in life so uh you know so all you have to do is call and let us know you want to be a part of the program and then we'll try to work with your schedule but that's when our classes are and I have a twenty four seven after we do the 24 7 a.m. Uh, sessions then I go into a workshop it's called 24 7 7 habits for uh, dads and uh, the workshop is really good because it talks about you know uh, pro proactiveness versus react uh, uh, reactive you know being reactive it's also talks about uh, uh, you know how that when it comes down to our position and we want things to go our way it just give you that that perspective and 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 those uh, tools to be able to be more uh, effective, to be mm-hmm. more able to uh, to have a better relationship, and uh, you know, with the one that you with. And that's mm-hmm. what our problem is. I think is you know. I yeah, agree. The- that's another.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the topic. rates
3: are way too high. That's Way too
0: high. Yeah, that's part um, of
2: it. Wesley, what's the uh, what's the number uh, if they did want to call and join Healthy Start? I'm part of Healthy Start uh, Visionaries, so uh, I'm trying to get okay. my brothers.
3: You know, they're going to get into it as well. Oh, we'll be yeah, man. If you guys come in, man, we can have a ball. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah,
3: oh, yeah. we can we can play ball. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have, we we're have, gonna have our ball. own events. Yeah, well,
1: sure. it's awesome, bro. It's awesome. Yeah. Real quick, I, I do want to share this because it's, it's 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 just hit me, bro. Like the absence of the father. But what we don't realize is sometimes that um, just because that that child doesn't have his biological father, there are community fathers that we can be, you know, that baby has cousins, that baby has Mm -hmm. uncles, you know, big cousins and coaches, you know, like John, bro, I looked at your pops as as a dad growing up, bro, Mm -hmm. like when I was on that field and when I messed up and he sent me to the tree. Yeah, I learned some discipline. Like, (laughs) like, man, that's a far ass tree, you know. (laughs) So, but it's like you know, I I look at that coach Nate, man, coach uh, Derek. Like, you know, you just you don't think you don't think about it as a child, but whenever I grow up, like I learned, you know, as a child, I think all you want to do is be loved, right? Mm -hmm. And so, men that love you, I feel like are father figures to you. There you go. So when you get that, like you. Man, we can do it, bro. If we come together yeah. as a community, yeah, bro, absolutely. like with, with Healthy Start, bro, if there's a bunch of fathers, a buttload of, you know, 20, 25, 30-year-old fathers there
2: Just around love. all these kids, bro, mm-hmm. showing love, that fixes it. That's I the think. change. That's, That's the bad. change. Uh, I, I agree 100%. That's I mean, Trevor coming from a – I didn't have my dad in my life. And uh, Javon's dad, you know, he was the father figure. Coach Blast, we were really close. Coach Blast in game. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Cadell's dad. Cadell's yep. dad was a huge father figure, even though those are two white men. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, I thank God for him because they taught me a lot. You know, my other than my grandfather. You know what I mean? So, uh, and and uh, and other coaches as well. So, no, that that's that's a big key to 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 it. So, um, but uh, Wesley, uh, can you give can you give us the uh the number off of the top of yeah, your head? You,
3: okay, yeah. The number is 405-427-3200. Four zero five four two seven thirty two hundred, and that's uh that'll get you to our front desk, and then you know they will uh do a, a brief contact with you and and just set it up to where you can come in or you can just you know get with a case manager and we'll get you going. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll make sure to put that you know in our little ticker at the bottom of the video multiple times, just so you know they just know. Do y'all have any social media platforms? Just
3: kidding. Uh, yeah, we have uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, I think we have a Twitter, uh, you know, and uh, we do Zoom. Uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. TikTok. I you got,
4: you got to have the TikTok. TikTok you
1: TikTok in, the game. Game.
3: Westwood, you yeah. in the game,
1: Westwood, You, yeah. in, the game. Yeah. you
4: yeah. in the game, Hey, man. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got to, you you gotta, got to yeah, you gotta move when, you know, get with everybody where everybody's at. There you so, go. There you go. Lost. Man, you go. and Wesley, man, again.
0: We as Clear Vision Podcast, and I'm sure our visionaries, we appreciate having you on. Yeah, and, you know that's what man. I love this podcast so much because we're one thing. I feel like we do without knowing we do. We're making it cool to be a dad. Making come it on. Cool to like yeah. you know, showcase our children, but be vulnerable. Not you know the the, the tightly masculine.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, we're just.
3: We love our kids, man. Bro. You, guys are love, taking man. On the, you guys are taking on the torch and yeah. you're blowing the horn that, hey, it's time for men to be able to do what they're supposed to do. You know, mm-hmm. it's time for us to be men. It's time for us to be uh, fathers and, you know, make the difference, you know, because uh, if you look at society and how things are going, you know, if we don't stand for something, man, we're going to fall. Come on. There, there you time. go. There you go. So you know, you got to be able to hold a position, and you got to be able to make the difference for your family. You know, that's what your purpose, and that's what you know. It's an expected outcome for your life, and so you guys just keep doing what you're doing, and uh, gonna <coughs> make the difference in a lot of people's life. But, you know, it's a song to say if I could just help one somebody. You know, no. you guys are, are helping more than uh, what you can imagine. You're helping more people than what you can imagine just by taking that, this stand and doing what you're doing. Amen. Thank you, man. Amen. That. Thank you. We appreciate that. Man, that's the song.
0: I love it. <laughs> um, man, Wesley, we got Wesley a healthy start, man. Um, again, I'm going to put the phone number on the ticker at the bottom of the screen.
3: Well, I hope y'all invite me back, man. This was fun. Definitely. Bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had a great time. Hey. Y'all yeah. didn't set me up, right? But y'all, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. we got there, we got there. We, we got, got there. there. We got there. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna be on point next time. I can tell oh, you you did a great
0: job. You did a great oh, job. It was amazing.
2: Yeah, thank
3: no, you.
0: No, but Trevor, where can they find us at, bro?
1: You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, of course, here at YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to our channel um and you know leave a comment um you know comment you know what it means what it means to you to be a father or, or a mother um yeah you know engage with it. That, that,
0: and Elon, bro, how can they reach us? How can they get in contact with us?
2: Yes, man. Leave a listener letter, man. Um, Cleavisionpod at gmail.com. Cleavisionpod at gmail.com. Leave a listener letter, man. Presence. I think presence is a, is, is a huge key to mm-hmm. the topic that we're talking about. The importance um, of just being present as a father. Um, oh, man. I didn't even. Uh, let me get my real quick, man. Just just an example of, of presence, man. How I even met uh, Wesley or got to know him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was man, my, my son had a doctor's appointment uh, and then I was like, man, you know, I usually go to every single doctor's appointment. You know, I just that's that's just important to me. Right. And so this doctor's appointment, I was tired. I was like, man, I'm just I'm going to go anyway. You know, I wanted to stay home. But someone just told me to go. So I went, man. And then we uh, we met with this lady um, for insurance, you know, to, to, to handle some insurance. And, uh, I had both kids. Y'all seen me rocking. I had both kids. I was, you know, one needed this one needed that. I wasn't even saying nothing. I was just, I was just being with my kids while she was talking to my wife and man, this, the lady was just so proud of me, man. Never met me before. I've never met her. I didn't even say a word to her. And she just asked about a story. Uh, she, you know, I told her me and my wife, we've been together for 10 years and we're married and this and that. And, you know, I love, I just love being a dad. And she was like, "You know what? you will be pre- perfect for. You'll be perfect for a healthy start. And uh, Dang, just being present. Just being present is how yeah. I got Wesley's number, and uh, it, it shot from there. So I just thank God for for, for that moment, and for her, and for meeting Wesley. But uh, man, tell, tell us about your presence, man, on that on that letter, man, that listen letter. So that's at gmail.com. and also if you want to leave your listen letter on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube." Uh, go ahead and do that. If that's easier
0: for you, just let us know that it's your listener. List. Hit us up, man. Yeah. And also make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Clear Vision Pod. And if you like this episode, donate a dollar to Clear Vision Pod or more. Or more.
1: <laughs> now we're talking.
0: But if you like the episode, man, just donate a dollar to Money Sign Clear Vision Pod. Um, Wesley again. We thank you so much. Thank you, man. thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you for your wisdom. And it was an honor having you here tonight. All right, yeah. Let's see y'all next week. <laughs>